Okay, welcome back to the Make It Count podcast, and we are talking, we're going to dive straight in, but we're going to revisit something that we talked about a long time ago. Way back in the archives. Oh, I mean, we've been going for such a long time now, and this is a harken back to episode eight. Harken. Why did I say harken? Anyway. <laughs> harkening back into the past. <laughs> into the distant past. Yeah, episode eight, we talked about is good your enemy mm. and one of the things we we talked about as a little bit of a recap for that episode was to make a list of 25 things this is what warren buffett recommended and then identify your top five the so 25 what, what are these 25 things 25 things you most want to do you most want to grow in develop right. you most not just do. like your shopping list. Yeah, thanks for helping me out. But yeah, yeah. That's right, 25 things. Okay, apple, table, uh, <laughs> random shelf. Anyway, uh, no, 25 things you want to do, get better at, develop. And then you create two lists. You have your top five, that's list A. And then your six to 25, your next 20, that's your list B. And you've got to label your list A, things you're going to do. And list B, the things you must not do at any cost, because they're Avoid the ones... Avoid them at all costs. They're your good ideas that stop you from making progress in the great ideas, the yeah. top five. And at the end of the episode, <clears throat> Matt here, he said, hey, I'm going to do this for the next three months. Yeah. And then we can talk about it in the future and see how it went, what he's learned, what he's understood, what worked, what didn't work, what he might change if he does it again. Yes. And I think we both forgot about this. Yeah, for a while, partly, <laughs> and then so, well, we we adapted it slightly because we we didn't just go with that because that Warren Buffett idea very much seems to be kind of like the top twenty five things you want to do like in your life. So, and then choose rank them and choose that top five, and so it's very like large scale thing, and we kind of mixed it into what you do with your every three months you do your life wheel check in mm-hmm. those different um, areas. And then kind of choose two from each, and then you've got another three, mm. effectively. Or if how many areas do you have? Is it is it twelve? You have, or is it ten? Eleven. Actually. Oh, eleven. It was close. Yeah. Oh yeah, eleven times two is twenty-two. <laughs> so you choose two from spares. each, and then you've got three spares, and so kind of you then choose which ones you're going to focus on. I think I end up choosing like a top three or mm. something. So I peel back behind the curtain quickly. Because I, we've both forgotten that that's maybe something we were going to revisit <clears throat> with the podcast. Yes. And you listen to the podcast like the week they come out, sometimes a couple of weeks behind. Yeah, so that's often like a few weeks after we've recorded. This was episode A. I only listened to this <clears throat> last week or the week before. And I was like, oh, yeah, probably should do that. We did say that we were going to do that. As I, Next time we should like not just wait for you to catch up, we should maybe set something in the calendar. Yeah, because I'm months behind because I've got way too many podcasts that I'm listening to. Anyway, so we're so revisiting Matt, it, David. Yes, Matt. How did it go? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I've got something in my throat. Uh, yeah. I actually do. <laughs> um, yeah, I did it. I, I did the life wheel thing. I put all those things down and I chose the top three. So the life wheel thing is how am I doing in these areas from one to ten? Yes, and that's everything from financial to relationship to career to health and etc. etc. Then you identify two action steps for each of those spaces. Yes, and then you narrowed, narrowed down it down to sort of the top three that I want to focus on. Okay, so you didn't go to like the five, you just went to the three. I think so. 
Um, what do you mean you think so? Well, because this is the learning, <laughs> the learning. You only sprung this on me that we were going to do this yesterday and I should have actually gone back and looked at it. In my defence, we did actually talk about this last week. You just avoided thinking that was actually going to happen. Oh, did we? Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> That's another insight into the, the <laughs> underwritings of this podcast. <laughs> we have conversations and sometimes we choose to forget them. Anyway... <laughs> The learnings is, I did it, I did it. And unlike your man who you read that story about who kind of, he wrote down the 10 things that he wanted to achieve or like for the next 10 years or whatever or in his career goals, life goals and then he'd forgotten about it and then 10 years later he he looked, found this list and was like, oh yeah, and was looking down it and realised he'd done all of them. Um, Well, unlike that, I, I'm like him, but I haven't yet refound the list because I can't remember what the three were. There's a good chance that I made some progress on them because I focused on them, certainly in those early weeks. But at the moment, right now, at the forefront of my mind, I can't remember what I just had to focus on. Mm. Which is interesting. I mean, <coughs> I've I've done, like you've, you've mentioned already, a few times I've done the three-month goals. Mm. I've done that four or five times now, so nearly a year probably. And at the beginning, and I track it in a hardback paper journal. So it's just in the same thing, the same place. Same thing. It's about 100 pages, and I fill out about 90 of them. And then the first three are the the life will. Right. Then it's the action steps. Then it's the three goals I've identified. Right. And so sometimes at the beginning of the week, or if I feel like I'm a little bit off track, I go back to the beginning of my journal, and I can go, Oh yeah, <laughs> these are the this three is things the goal. that this is, is the, this season. This is the compass. And so, it, because I've created that system, mm. it helps me identify where it is. It's a really easy check-in point. I'm a big fan of paper and pen. I think I lose yep. stuff digitally all the time. You know, when you've got like 10 <coughs> folders deep and you're like, I don't know how to Dude, find this place. <laughs> tell me about it. We do that at work all the time. Uh the problem I have mm. is I have not been quite as sy- systemized as you have. Mm. I have. I also like pen and paper. Um, but over the last couple of years, I kind of bought a number of different notebooks, some smaller ones, some bigger, to try and di- see different ones I like. And so I've got a whole range of different kinds of notebooks. And I was like, oh, I, I know this one will be for this. And, I, and then I would try. And so effectively what I've got is I've probably got like, six to ten different notebooks which are all ostensibly for different purposes and something like this life wheel thing could be in a number of them and so I've definitely forgotten where it is. So it fell between the cracks. <clears throat> so probably what I need to do is just go simplify it all down, do a similar thing to you and have this is the one type of book that is going to be for this sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm I'm stuck with a bunch of notebooks that are all different now. So I'm like, oh, do I want to use them up? You know, so that's a, that's a bit of a barrier for me. Mm. Yeah, and that's interesting. <coughs> I mean, we've both got into journaling in the last three, four years, five years maybe, mm. uh, with sporadic stuff before then, but more <coughs> consistently recently. And that's one of the things I've toyed with. There's lots of different journals, not just blank paper, but... Guided ones. Guided ones. And... I've I've toyed with the idea of just going and buying like five or six different ones to see what they're doing and see if mm. I can rip any ideas out of that and use it for myself. Absolutely. But the my sort of fear is <clears throat> in that 
experimentation. It gets a little bit fallen between the cracks. You upset actually, the rhythm. Uh, easily. And it, it's or it not, gets a little too complicated. Yeah, it's not quite what I'm looking for. And But I think <coughs> that complicated thing, which you just mentioned, is the most important thing. I think probably a lot of people hearing this went, David's got this complicated system and he outlaid it all and I don't think I can do that. And actually, it's not complicated. It's not complicated. It's quite simple. Mm. But I've also developed it to work for me. That's important as well. So, and sometimes I adapt it. I change it a little bit and I'm doing slightly different things. But that, that grace of experimentation without spreading too thin. So it sounds a bit like you got stuck between the cracks of it, really. In, in honesty, my <laughs> two of my journals are great. They're, they're my daily journals. I use them. It's the five-year one and another one, which I've just got some journal prompts. And that's great. The rest of them is a bit of a hodgepodge mix. And that's where it it's not ideal. I don't want to kind of sort that out. So for those who can't see, Matt looked quite heavy, burdened, stressed out, just no, thinking no, about just it. Sort of, <laughs> I'm literally picturing my, my shelf upstairs with all the different journals on, and some of them haven't been touched in months, and some of them are, if you were to flick through it, you would be like, oh, this is just a random collection of things. And that's all right to have a general one. I literally have one that's called general, but then other ones get used for also kind of general because, so... Mm. Yes, simplifying is important, people. Okay, keep so, it simple. So let's let's go in, Matt. You did the activity. Yeah. If you can remember that far back, how was the process of going through that activity of going? These are the twenty-five things. These are the things I'd like to move forward with, and this is the three I want to focus on. Yeah, it really wasn't that bad, actually. It is it, something that doesn't take that long either, and I think it's something that for me, it helps. I d there are different people that will experienced like almost a time limit differently some might feel that's a pressure i find it quite liberating so it's like oh, i'm just gonna give myself 15 minutes and go through this if i give myself a long time i'll end up really thinking like crazy like oh or this or that and it will take the length of time that i give it so it helps me to just go keep it short less than 20 minutes just go for it and do it so that's interesting because you said it wasn't so bad actually as if you thought it was going to be this huge monumental mm. task it was going to be draining and constricting yeah. and actually the opposite it it took much less time probably much less energy and effort mm. and actually there was some freedom to to go through that process precisely and there was a few things that come into that partly it's we've spoken about expectations before but often i found my general tendency is I will think something's going to be a lot harder than it is going to be. There was even an instance at, at university where in my second year there was a dynamics piece of coursework and like the week after we'd been given it, I was hearing some people talk about it and one of the guys was like, oh, it's so difficult, yeah, it's really hard. And I hadn't even started to look at it and I was like, oh man, it's going to be really tough. It's going to be, oh, it's going to be so hard. And I just kept putting it off. I kept putting it off. I kept putting it off until the, the week it was due. And I finally started. I was like, hey, it's quite hard. It's nowhere near as hard as I thought it was going to be. I've not given myself enough time. So I never finished it because the deadline went and passed. And it was like, ah. Oh. So my own tendency is to effectively imagine it's going to be a lot harder than it is. 
the the other thing that was helpful in just doing it was like oh actually a lot of these thoughts are in there already they just need to be put on the paper to spat out and otherwise what i'm doing is i still have those hopes but i've not clarified them and i've not prioritized them and so really i'm whichever thought jumps to mind at a given time or day i'll go oh yeah i wanted to do that i'll make some progress on that now and then i'm distracted i've taken away from the main goal of what i was supposed to be doing in that time because i've suddenly realized oh this is something i want to do and that robs so rather than going oh i'm able to not focus on that because that's not one of my priorities for this month and because it's only for three months it's quite freeing i'm not prioritizing those 23 i'm prioritizing these two well, i'm not prioritizing those 22 i'm prioritizing these three for these three months and that's freeing we've spoken about that before mm. so <laughs> what would you do differently what would i do differently we already have established probably the best thing for me to do in this regard is to get a brand new journal, not try and fit it in a new, uh, an existing one. I've got enough and just go, right, this is the, the three month check-in one. Uh, and even if it literally is just every three months, I come back to that and it's just got those check-ins and that can be a, quite a, a home base as it were. Um, and that can be the compass. And that will be interesting. So, so your solution, just so I'm clarifying this, to having too many journals, I mean, sorry, is to add one more. <laughs> well, because what I, I evidently what I did is I tried to fit it into one of the existing ones that's a bit of a messy system. And undoubtedly, there's probably lots of interesting insights in all of those scattered around somewhere, but it's a bit messy. So perhaps what I need to just do is retire some of those from active service and they can just become an archive of here are some musings from the last few years and you know if I'm desperate for paper rip out the paper from them and just use them as scrap notes or something but actually yeah in the in in the name of simplicity simplifying and having as few kind of active journals as possible go I've got a five-year one. That's at the end of the day. I've got another one that's kind of an end-of-day gratitude, some prompts, and I have a morning journal one. And those those three are the sort of most consistent. That's all that happens in them. What I potentially could do is adapt that morning one. I think that's what you end up doing, isn't it? Your hardback one is your. That's what my planning to do is, and that's how it all fits and I'm able to look at the beginning of that diary and go this is the three month goal I might adopt that I'm currently using up an old an old morning journal which is good because <clears throat> sometimes that's the experimentation process you're finding what's going to work for you what doesn't work for you yeah and yeah that, that to me that helps it helps plan my weeks my days my my months as well <laughs> so I think another thing that helps me when I look at the three main things is to schedule those as priorities or make them daily things. Right. So one of my things for this three months, the first three months of 2022, is to, in, in effect, it's a, it's a goal to create a habit of 
daily checking my finances. Ah. So all I have to do is go to the app that I use. You need a budget. That's the app I use. All you have to do is use. I just have to go to that app and check what's in there. Make sure if there's anything I need to do there, and it can just be one minute or whatever. But the goal is, can I do that every day? Mm. Because I need to become familiar with that, how I'm apportioning different things, what I'm, I'm budgeting, etc. Hmm. Yes, because of course the the irony is, it's not the irony; it's just the the, the reality of it. There, there was a study done, and I've heard this illustration done quite a few times. But basically, they split a cohort of uh, participants in the study into five different groups or something. Mm. Um, and it was all to do with measuring goals and attainment of said goals. Group number one was just think about some goals that you want. And that was it. Group number two was write, write down those goals. Group number three was set them a bit more specific, you know, so the whole smart goal thing. The group four was actually come up with a plan for how you're going to achieve those goals. And then group number five was do that, you know, write them down, have a plan and share it with someone. And the the results of the study where they came back in a month or three months time was exactly what you would anticipate. The, the more steps you went further along, the more likely you were they were to achieve their goal. Mm. And so what I did is I went as far as to um, write them down, but the plan is where I fell down because I didn't make it visible. And that's one of the things in a good plan is to, if I have a goal, if I have uh, an, an aim, I want to make that visible. In a sports game, the goal is the scoreboard. You can see... This is what our goal is, to score more than the other team, and we can see where we're at at any time in the game. Um, and so that's a, a, a constant reminder for me. I wrote it down. I was probably thinking about it for a, for a little while, but I didn't put any reminders down. I didn't put any schedule time for revisit this, look back at your compass. And so I took the bearing once off the compass, and then I just continued. And then, of course, there's a chance that I continued walking on that course but there's also a much higher chance that i forgot about it mm. and it's interesting because i think sometimes we do we set those three or four or five things that we want to do and there are things it's like oh yeah i really want to do that i'm going to enjoy that no problem but sometimes it's like i need to make sure i prioritize this because otherwise I will avoid it. <laughs> mm. And so that putting a plan into place, the the scheduling of it, as well as the prioritize of it, prioritizing it, mm. helps you to do that hard thing. And even if it's something you enjoy. Yeah. I mean, I, I was even watching this video the other day. I think it was with the guy who won uh, uh, Australian Ninja Warrior thing. Right, one of the first guys that completed it. Right. But he was like, I'm doing this workout challenge and day or week three, he's just got this video in the car and he's like, I don't want to do this. I'm, I'm at the gym. I'm in the car, car park and I just don't feel like doing it. 
and and you know it's just that moment where oh yeah even the things you want to do you don't feel like doing yeah but if you've got the plan you've set that intention you do the action despite what you're feeling yeah whereas if you haven't got the plan if you haven't got the intention and you haven't scheduled it you don't do it mm. and so it uh, allow it relying on the action the the plan allows you to take the action despite or in spite of what you're feeling yes and i think that's where the sharing with others comes in play as well is we are then able to tap into a support network if we need it or even just that thing of well i said i was going to do this and i told these people if i don't do it they're going to know that i didn't follow through so are you saying that I, we, as the podcast community, let you down because we didn't check in on you regularly enough? Well, I think we all let ourselves down, didn't we? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, uh, <laughs> yes, well, indeed. So will you do this again? Absolutely. Actually, this is a good reminder because ideally, um, this is around three months after, but I think it's more like four months later so i was supposed to quote unquote you know supposing yourself is not necessarily the best thing but the plan was to actually revisit and do one in january do one in january so doing each quarter so i will do one now at the beginning of february as we're recording this probably come out late february and what i'll end up doing to try and get myself back on track with the quarterly cycle is just do a two-month one this time or I might just offset it, do three months and go, hey, I'm offset by a month. That frees up the beginning of January because the beginning of January is always really busy and there's always loads of things going on. So maybe actually it'll be good to be offset. Hmm, I like that. I'm going to be offset one month. Yeah, you're going to be late a month is what you mean. No, no. All right. <laughs> I'm going to be offset one month. <laughs> so as we... January plus one. As we wrap up this slightly different form of podcast, I think one of the things, or I hope one of the things yeah, that people get a different from this, form where we check on Matt's homework. Yeah, okay, we yeah. check in on Matt. Hopefully he doesn't listen back to those old ones where I committed to things. Anyway. <laughs> the thing is, uh, yeah, I've forgotten about them now. Mm. So this is where you guys come in. If, you've, if you're listening back through the, uh, the archives at any point, you know, you maybe have jumped in here and you want to go back and listen to some. As soon as you listen to one, just Get on the email, send an email and go, hey, when are you guys going to do this? Send a message. Mm. So, but anyway, I hope one of the things people got from, from this podcast episode was that it, even though it was an imperfect start, it was better than no start at all. Mm. And even just checking back in allows a reorientation mm. as he sets forward with a new intention, which now we get to check in in May. Yeah. We can maybe not do this as an episode, but maybe as a bit of a bit of one of the episodes. Absolutely. I think I love what you said there. You know, a, it's not a perfect start, but an imperfect start is better than no start. A quote that I've come across recently a few times from G.K. Chesterton is anything worth doing is worth doing badly. And so often in my life, and I'm sure in other people's lives listening to this, we have not done something for fear of not doing it perfectly. And in a sense, we're just letting ourselves off the hook from even trying for the fear of failure you're better off starting badly and anything worth doing is worth doing badly to begin with so with that said thank you for joining us for the make it count podcast it's noisy it's busy it can be 
disorientating out there, well I hope this helps you make it count this week.